Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? All right, we're back in the studio recording episode eight. We actually had to make a few little upgrades to the studio because we were hearing a little echo in the past few episodes we recorded. Right. Yeah, you did a couple uh, adjustments. We added some coziness to it, added some soundproof into the walls. (laughs) Yeah, apparently church benches, stylistically great, acoustically really bad. Not great. And we should we should know that from all the years of going to church. So we added a lot of blanquetes all around the room. Blankets, if no one, if someone doesn't understand what that means. <laughs> we were rolling up towels, stuffing them around windows. Full Portuguese experience in here. Like it kind of looks like we're making like a masa, and we had to cover it up. To let it rise. To keep it warm. Like the whole room is like one big masapana. So we have, um, Melissa has an AC unit attached to her window because it is Memorial Day weekend and it's already hot and humid. So we have literally blankets all wrapped around the AC unit to try to cover the sound. <laughs> we brought my dog in here because he's fluffy and I figured we could he could absorb some sound as well. Yep. We have an added guest. He won't be saying much. (laughs) Our episode today is going to be about visiting the homeland. And if you haven't figured that out yet, the homeland is Azores. (laughs) I mean, specifically for us, even we could go as far as to say St. Michael. I don't know how, or St. Miguel. I don't know how different any of the other islands are from what we'll describe or what our experience was in St. Miguel. So it's... You're actually going this summer. Yes. So I've only been one other time. I went when I was 16 for three weeks. That was the only time I've been. And I'm going to go now in August and bring my American husband (laughs) for the first time to experience it. I cannot wait to hear the stories when you get back. So... It's not even going to have the same effect because I feel like a lot of things have been upgraded and he's not going to be traveling back in time as much as it was when I went when I was 16. Right. When I first went, my dad had not been out there in forever. My mom, it was her first trip because she had been born as soon as her family immigrated here into the U.S., So the house that we were staying at was the house my dad grew up in. They Mm -hmm. still own, family still owned it. And it had been just kind of left there the whole time since they immigrated in the 1970s. And then it was like like 2002 and we were going out there. So it was like, as, as they left it, if they just packed up and left their shit, the house was pretty much exactly the same. Technologically stuck in remote village in 1978 so obviously that's like a shocker for you but when your husband goes it's not gonna it's already it's been updated yeah so they've spent a lot of time out there updating the house and amenities and all of that in the past 20 years or so but when i went (laughs) it was an experience i can imagine 
There was no bathroom inside. Sounds about right. There was just an outhouse. Yep. And not even a good one at that. It was just a toilet, outhouse. I'm pretty sure my dad told me they used to have pigs at the bottom of the outhouse. They used to just like eat the shit. Probably sounds about right. <laughs> he told me they used to wipe their ass with corn on the cob. Yeah, like I always thought that they used the like husk of the corn. No, I'm sorry. No, the cob. My No, that's probably right. My dad said his bed was made of husk. Yeah. So maybe they made the beds out of husk and used the cob to clean to their wipe asses. the rest. Not a single thing was wasted. No. Of course not. There's like 10 kids running around. They can't waste anything. There were no pigs at the bottom of the outhouse when we went in 2002. But he apparently told me that used to be a thing. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, I'll have to see. I don't I didn't hear any stories about that with my parents, but my grandmother's house on my mom's side was a little more advanced when I already was there, but same thing, the bathroom was outside. The kitchen was pretty much outside as well. And like you just had like this small little area with a table that was like covered and you would go eat there. But like her kitchen was outside. If that made any sense. <laughs> she had like a small courtyard. Yep. And like her kitchen wasn't attached to her home. That's interesting. The weather, I guess, allows that. Right. Because it's not like freezing cold. It's no snow. Like when I went that out there for Christmas, I was wearing a t-shirt and shorts. So like, as long as it's not raining while you're trying to eat right. your shishaj. Yeah. <laughs> but my dad's was different. He was like on the farm. So he could have had some pigs. Yeah. I don't even like logistically. I'm trying to think of like how that would even work. Like where, where are the pigs? <laughs> Do they need daylight? Are they just like in the bottom of the chamber of secrets over there? <laughs> Do you think your dad was just messing with you? It's do you think he it was trying possible. to put fear in you? So like, hey, this is the first time you're coming out here. But remember this. When daddy lived here, our pigs used to eat our shit. <laughs> and you're probably like, what the fuck am I getting myself into when I go out there? It's possible he made it up. <laughs> it's very possible. But also, the stuff I did see out there, it made it seem like it was legitimate. We'll have to find out how true that is. The outhouse was the only bathroom when we arrived. Mm-hmm. And this outhouse hadn't been opened in God knows how many years. So it's it's just there. And I had to go to the bathroom really badly. I had just had a long car ride from the airport. And I went in there. I opened the latch. I closed the door. Like, it's such a tiny space. My shoulders are almost touching the, the walls of the outhouse. Right. And my knees are, like, touching the door when I shut the door. Just very close quarters. And then there was a little light bulb with a pull string so that you could turn the light on when you were in there. I pulled the light switch, the light came on, and there were just cockroaches just scurrying up and down all the walls in there. I never ran out of a freaking place so fast Uh, in my life. So gross. I came out of there and I was like, nope, nope, nope. I am not using that bathroom for three weeks. You're like, what the fuck? If I get myself into, like, what did my parents just bring me to? Exactly. You're like, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't care what you got to do, but I'm about to go knock on some neighbor's doors. <laughs> so I went up to the Vzengish, the neighbors, and I started knocking and being like, boy, can I use your bathroom? 
And they let me in, of course, because Portuguese people are so welcoming. She probably fed me dinner there, too, or something. (laughs) She was probably preparing her four-course meal for her family, and so she just added you into it. (laughs) Right. So I went and peed up there, and my dad's like, all right, well, you can't go pee at the neighbor's house. Every time you have to go. Every time you have to go. So he went to, like, the nearest city, bought a toilet to hook up in the barn. Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll put a toilet in there. (laughs) So nothing legitimate. He's just out there with my grandfather just digging a trench. Right. And trying to connect to the street plumbing somehow. (laughs) If there even was street plumbing, who knows? And I'm like, don't you need to pull a permit or something? Like, what, what, what is the deal out here? there? No. It's what, no man's land? You do whatever you want out there. Dad kind of still does whatever he wants out over here. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> they ain't pulling permits. Let's, let's face it. <laughs> just joking, yeah. just joking. <laughs> yeah, definitely not serious. So they just start digging in the, the yard, start laying some pipe, whatever. They connect this toilet. It's in the corner of a giant barn, just chilling. Right. There's no privacy. There's not like a room that you go right. in and it's the bathroom. It was the bath barn. I'm just thinking like the middle of the night if you needed to go. So you had to creepy. walk out of the house, walk kind of across the yard, walk into the barn, and then just go sit in the corner <laughs> of this giant open space <laughs> while you do your business. And the cockroaches were in the barn too, but... I found it a little better than the outhouse because I had like this cockroach spray and I could sit on the toilet and I could see them approaching because there was so much open space. So I would just be like spraying cockroaches as they crawled towards me while I was going to the bathroom. So you were like an exterminator at the same time. There was no bathroom, shower, bathtub situation. Okay. I walked into the house and I'm like, we're... We're here for three weeks. Where where are we bathing? At the neighbor's house. <laughs> My dad points me to this pitcher, like a jug, a jug with a with a bowl, and I'm like, "Is that how you used to shower?" Yeah, Literally, it just is. Like a, a little sponge bath. It just reminded me of European royalty in the 1500s. <laughs> Like I'm in a castle and I'm going to go pour my bath in a (laughs) bowl and sponge bath myself. It was rough for them. I'm like, how did you live? Yeah, they did it. Obviously, because they're here today to tell us these stories. No shit you wanted to come to America. Right. They have clawfoot tubs, so many in excess that they're putting them around Mary in the front yard. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, medical stone, boing, boing, new yard, mesh new yard. And they can't even get a single bathtub out there for them. No, my dad was like, obviously, we need a bath situation. We're not all going to take so a like, sponge bath. All right, we all need to, we just need to do a total makeover because my American kid here is going to freak out <laughs> if we don't get this. And his wife. My yeah. mom was also not right because that's bath. her first time, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was both your first times when you guys were going out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so my dad, again, same, probably the same place he bought the toilet. He went to the nearest city, got a bathtub. Also, um, was it a bathtub or just a shower? Your dad didn't think at any point, like, hey, let me tell my family this is what they're getting themselves into. Or 
be, I should maybe book a hotel room until we work on the house. You know they weren't booking hotel rooms, but yeah, like like you just brought else. your whole family. My my grandparents were with us too, right? They were like a little but, more on the elderly side already. Like my but, grandmother needs a bath. They're also used to that because that's all they <laughs> that's all they did. <laughs> I know, but they got soft with that American life for so many years. <laughs> they ended up with a tub, but again, same situation, just in the corner of the barn. So you just have to be like, all right, nobody come in the barn. I'm about to go take right. a, a tubby in the corner. <laughs> so my grandmother's house is a little bit more like functioning because they were still living there. Like they never they never left and came to America. So they still it was still like a working home, but they still had the weird like the kitchen was outside and there was a random bathtub outside right like in the middle of it. But that's where they took a bath. I never did. I don't. I'm assuming they must have. My mom would wash her wash the clothes in the bathtub. So I think at some point it maybe got turned into like, hey, we won't get rid of this. We'll use it to wash our clothes. But did they have a bath? So then inside, we went inside, it was like it was a shower. I don't think there was a bathtub. So the bath that was outside, did it have plumbing connected yeah, to it? Because my mom washed out, she washed clothes in it. They didn't just like wait for rainwater. <laughs> nope. That's how my mom did her laundry. My mom washed our clothes because we would go out for three weeks, same thing. And my mom would wash clothes. She oh, was yeah. washing my little quackanias. Yeah. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, quackanias in the bathtub. We had to wash our clothes out there too. Yeah. Because you, you only bring like one suitcase with so much stuff right. in it and right. you were there for so long. Well, we were going to talk about we're planning to talk about this but they would bring one suitcase for like clothes but they also brought another suitcase for gifts <laughs> this is so true they could have packed more clothes if they wanted to <laughs> this is true and the gifts went both ways so the suitcase was full of gifts going there and then and i'm sure there was gifts coming, coming back, back the other way right. too and it's like wait you're going on vacation and you're doing the visita like you paid the money to go out there but you're bringing them all gifts <laughs> And you get return the favor when you guys come back down. <laughs> That's just is getting very expensive. I had to. I can't imagine booking like for family four. It was me, my brother, my and my both my parents. How much that cost my father? You bought all new clothes to go out there because you have you're you're an American visiting the homeland and they want to see that you're doing well. And according to them, doing well is having uh name brand clothes, right? That right there just. The, spending of the clothes for the trip costs us money and then you bought gifts for them so all in all like how much does this trip t- like cost for you to go out there the limit does not exist and like it's not even really a vacation no like, my mom went out there and my mom cooked you shouldn't be cooking on vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just living you were just living in a different place right that's all it was like when my mom year so many years later, when my mom and my dad went on a cruise, my mom was like in love. She's like, "That's a vacation," and I'm like, "Yeah, because you're not doing anything." Yeah, Dad, you're not out in the yard <laughs> digging a trench to install a bathroom right. on your vacation. Like, can you imagine getting off a flight and traveling to your to your home to get to your home, and you have to build a bathroom for your kid? They went out there knowing that they needed to do stuff. So my dad and my grandfather. Yeah, because your grandfather packed the tools that he, he packed. Been <laughs> exactly. He packed all the tools in the garment bag because they knew they were going to have to do work out there. But 
But why is that a trip? That's not a trip. Right. Like, dad and Babu, you go out there first. You fix the bathroom. We'll catch you on the next trip. Right. See you next year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me and mom are going to go to Disney. (laughs) Exactly. Our kitchen situation out there, I know you said your mom was cooking on vacation so we couldn't even we had to set ourselves up to be able to cook oh. when we got there because we got there and we're like we can't even cook if we wanted to you were starting from ground zero total ground zero you know, yeah so we went in and i'm like where's the where's the kitchen they're like you're standing in it <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you mean what what am i looking at here so there's a couple of cabinets right like some wooden cabinet doors uh no no cabinet doors wooden cabinet frame with shelves and like a little curtain oh a little curtain curtain. do you know what i'm talking about yeah so like the plates are in there on the Mm -hmm. shelves but there's like a curtain over it and not a cabinet door and then concrete countertop (laughs) yeah they just took a slab they just made mixed cement yeah that's how they made the countertops so the countertop was just a slab of concrete and I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm so. So, how did you cook, Dad? Like, you used to live here. Where were you cooking? There's no stove. And he's like, No, like you see that part of the concrete right there. See how it's below the chimney? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, You build a fire on the counter, and then you put a pan on it, and you oh, heat up the water, man. and you cook over there. I'm like, No, no. Like we're going, we're going outside. If I want to just boil a macaroni. I got to go outside, collect wood. I got to come inside. I got to build a fire on top of the counter. And then I got to boil water on that. At that point, you're not even hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> not today. I'm like, you're joking, right? Like, This is not what we're doing here. I'm not right. going to go build a fire in here. Right. To no cook. Way. Ridiculous. You were in Girl Scouts, though, right? <laughs> I don't think I got my fire badge. Shut I was up. only a daisy. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I made it to the brownie level. I didn't join any of that stuff. Like I, if it cost money, my parents were. My father wasn't into it. <laughs> my mom, of course, was like a, a yeah. Girl scout leader, trip I, leader. If course. you know her, yeah. My father was too busy paying for trips to Portugal every other summer. <laughs> he had priorities, yeah. and it didn't involve extracurriculars for you. Nope. I appreciate it now that I went out there a lot, but I didn't appreciate it at the time. No, you hated that. That yeah. wasn't like, that wasn't a trip you could come back and be like, hey guys, I just went to the Azores. Like, right. Nobody Absolutely cared. Not. I was like, oh, I went to Portugal. <laughs> Again. Yeah. You really, went a lot. I did go a lot. Yeah. Quite a few times. So the kitchen situation, that was a stove. There was no fridge. Stone age. I'm like, how did you preserve food? And they're like, oh, you know, you put it in butter or lard or you put it in salt. Or yep. I'm just, we can't live like this. It's 2002. <laughs> like the world almost just ended at Y2K. Like we are advanced. Like I just couldn't believe it. So we ended up having to, again, go to the little nearby city by, I think, more like a camping stove situation to like put on the countertop yeah. so we could at least use maybe like some propane or something and and heat up water oh yeah your father should have definitely had this all done before you guys yeah. went there and then 
and then they got like like maybe like a mini fridge or something like that. So yeah. I think that was like what we used to get by for that trip. <laughs> but I'm like, how could you bring your kid, your 16 year old daughter, to these conditions? <laughs> and it's funny because you haven't been back since. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was dramatic. You haven't been back since until this until this summer. And I was a camper, like we used to camp and stuff like that. And my dad, he kept saying that, just think of this as a camping trip. Just think of this as a camping trip. I'm like, but this shouldn't be a camping trip. I don't go camping for three weeks. Right. And it was almost, it was worse than camping. Yeah, because you have to get on a plane to camp for, <laughs> to camp for this. <laughs> like you're already exhausted from traveling. And then you have to like go out It's yeah it's not the same as camping. <laughs> like it's, it is but it's not <laughs> it's not it was worse and you know you mentioned it earlier like the corn husks yeah their beds out there when i went in 2002 were still corn, corn. husk beds see Mattresses. i don't i don't recall when i went out there what it was still but like we all had to share beds like I slept with, I slept in bed with my cousin. My brother slept in bed with my other, like with like with my guy cousin. I slept in bed with my like girl cousin, and I can't recall. I remember like I fell over, I fell off the bed, <laughs> and no one woke up. They just had this big thump, and no one woke up. But I can't remember if it was corn husk. So I'm like, that the shit doesn't rot. Yeah, it would just be like a sheet or something sewn into the shape of a mattress. And then you leave a little bit off, leave a little hole open so that you can stuff, stuff it in, stuff in the corn husk. So do you have to like refresh and replace the corn husk? And, like, wouldn't fleas be like a thing? No, like I don't know something, right? Like, like where are the bugs? There's bugs somewhere in, in there. Yeah, because like my dad told me as a kid, he had worms. They had to be like something that wasn't clean. I don't know, right? <laughs> I, like I mean, my dad lived on a farm so and there was animals my dad had dogs cats were coming in and out he's lucky all he had was worms <laughs> seriously and i found and how i found out he had worms was when i was giving my dog her heartware medication my dad's like what's that for i'm always like oh so she doesn't get catch any beesh <laughs> and uh, beesh is like just about like a general term for bugs and he's like oh he's like I had beach. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, I caught worms when I was out there. So proud of it. You're treating the dog better than I used to get treated. Seriously. They didn't have like a hot worm chewable they could take. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like there would be some type of bug infestation with like a corn husk. I don't know why. It just yeah. seems like it would. Yeah, or like it would just decompose over time. Like, why was that still in there? In <laughs> well, like you said, they left everything the way it was. <laughs> and before they came to America, they were trying to come to America for like several years. And they kept getting denied. I think we talked about it in one of our first episodes. And my grandfather was unwilling to spend any money on improvements or upgrading anything to their house before they left because he was like we're just gonna leave this house here like we're going to america right or we're gonna be going to america soon i'm not gonna go spend money to go do something here if we're not yeah if we're gonna just leave it abandon it like yeah. we need to save our money or whatever so they were probably even more behind than what was normal for that village at the time the other people living in the village might have had already upgrades already upgrades or advancements you know like 
not dirt floors. They right. had dirt floors when he was growing up. If I was like born and I was probably going back out there at the seventies, my grandmother's house, my grandparents' house was probably the same situation. I'm sure I didn't have like a shower and a stove at at that point either. Right. I just was obviously a little bit more fortunate enough to go out there with already all the upgrades. <laughs> right. Like they had electricity because there was there was like one one light bulb and one outlet maybe in the house in right. the whole house. Yeah. But I'm sure at the time maybe other homes may have had a little more than one light bulb because the electricity was obviously there. So maybe people were making more improvements than right. my grandfather being like one light bulb, but that's it. That, yeah. If he wasn't planning to stay there, why would you need electricity? So imagine me as a 16 year old going there and I'm trying to plug in my hairdryer, blowing the, freaking <laughs> the, the fuse. I don't know. It wasn't a fuse. I don't know how they wired that shit out there, but. Hey, Lizzie Borden's father, Andrew Borden, he had all tons of money. He didn't have electricity in his house. He didn't want it. And it was already a thing. I don't know what the timeline was. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, your dad, your grandfather didn't want it. Just he wanted the one. He just wanted the one bulb. Honestly, I'm I'm surprised he even had the one. (laughs) We are so fortunate. The more you think about it, we are just so lucky. Yeah. So that was the situation in the house that... So your first time visiting the homeland. I had a cousin who was also... She lived here in the US and she was also on the same vacation with us staying in the same village. And they were staying at somebody's house who was like nice and upgraded. And so I was over there constantly. All the time. I left, I left my parents in my dust. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, down the street and I'm going to stay over there. They've got some nice amenities. And it's like probably like the basic amenities, but you don't even care. You're just like, I'll take it. Yeah, just like a refrigerator. Yeah. Maybe a stove. So, you know, call me crazy. <laughs> a, a regular bathroom. That's all I wanted. A bathroom that I don't have to spray freaking cockroaches off of me. <laughs> just ridiculous. How is it? Oh, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know how it is now, obviously. But I'm sure you've seen pictures. I know your parents have, like your dad's been a couple of times to fix it. So oh, he's you, he's done all kinds of stuff. Do you think it's better? Yeah. So my my American husband is not going to get the the true experience so, that okay. I had. Yeah, he's going to get kind of like a normal experience. I think they have a regular stove and fridge. They have a regular bathroom that they made not in the barn. They converted the barn to like bedroom space. They oh, okay. made a set of stairs. It's like two stories now. There's like a living room and a bedroom upstairs they have real furniture everywhere real mattresses all right actually speaking of mattresses my mom again it was like a corn husk situation she didn't want to do that i think she ended up getting an air mattress (laughs) so she got an air mattress and she was like i'll just put the air mattress on the bed frame so like she'll get rid of the corn husk mattress right and instead of being like, oh, I don't want to sleep on the floor for three weeks on the air mattress, but I'll just put it on the bed frame and we'll sleep like that. So, like, took like one night. They <laughs> they popped a hole right through that freaking oh, air mattress. Man. Like, one of the nails from the bed frame just popped it. Poof, then, gone, deflated. And now you're sleeping on the floor. So, like, now you have nothing. So she's she needed a mattress, like, stat, like instantly oh let me go over to this like one little i'm gonna call it a convenience store 
in the village. That's like the only store. And they sell, I don't even know what they sell. <laughs> I don't know what they sell. Clearly a mattress. But they sell apparently a mattress. <laughs> One mattress they probably had in the back for the past 30 years that nobody's bought. I don't know. And the store was closed. So it was like you walk over and you go to the woman's house who owns the store. Right. And you just, hi, I know it's Sunday and you're closed, but we really need a mattress. And she comes out with her little shoves, her keys, and she opens the door. Yeah. Girl with a hat, a man, same thing. Yeah. So then they give you the mattress. You bring it right over. All done. Oh, man. And that trip didn't discourage your mom for ever going again. Like, now she loves it. She loves it. She goes every year. Yeah. I would have been done. I would have been done after that. <laughs> oh, she should have been done, Kelly. She yeah. should have been done. This wasn't even on the list to talk about today, but I am going to tell you about her eye. Oh, what happened with her eye? This same trip that we were out there, she used to do, like, fake nails like just like a press on like the old school like yeah. you go to cvs you get buy the little bottle of nail glue and you put on your press on nails so she she did that for vacation so she could look all fancy i don't know for what because we were camping hardcore <laughs> for three weeks but so she did her little fancy nails she also happened to have contacts and had the little contact solution bottles which apparently look exactly the same as oh, the yeah. nail glue please explain my reaction right now <laughs> kelly already knows where this is going and she was going to, she just reached in her purse. She had both of the bottles in her purse. She reached in her purse and she was going to put eye drops in her eye. Oh my God. And she obviously <laughs> accidentally put nail glue, oh which my is God. like a super glue. Like it's like super yeah, adhesive. Like the, the nail. Yeah. She oh put it God. in her eye, like immediately, as soon as she like closed her eyes, she knew something was wrong. She this was like, making oh, me nauseous already. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? This is making me nauseous already. <laughs> so she was like, oh, shit. And I think she immediately went to try to like flush it out, tried to pull the contact out. The contact started coming out in like pieces. Oh. Um, so she had to she had to go to like a hospital. But out there, like hospital situation is not a hospital situation out here. Right. I don't even know where she went. We must have had to drive because there's no hospital in the village. So they must Maybe have back to drive into the city to the right, not like the or not the main, main city, city, but the closest city. Maybe maybe let's say half hour, right? Forty minutes, whatever. So she had to drive there. She said it was like hollow and empty. So she like walks in and there's nobody there. Like there's nobody at reception. This <laughs> she starts like walking down the hallways, just being like, "Hello, hello, is anybody in here?" Like trying to find someone. Yeah. Eventually, just like finds. Finds a person who's passing themselves off as a detour. <laughs> and they just like irrigate her eye. They give her this giant eye patch oh. that she has to wear, like to the fashta for the rest of the time that she's in. Poor thing. On Here she is trying to be fancy with her nails. And now she just added an eye patch accessory. <laughs> and uh, And then they just like walk out and you don't pay. That's like the best thing. It sounds amazing. Not in this country. No wait, and you don't have to pay? Yeah. I was like, this is like... Yeah. I mean, I, you probably don't know what kind of service you're going to get, but... Right. I remember I was sick out there, and same thing. I didn't... Like, my parents had to take me to whatever as well, and I didn't get any... They didn't get a bill. My dad was, like, sick out there one of the times that they went alone. Like, my parents went alone. He came back home with, like, Portuguese medicine. <laughs> I was just... And I was like... Did you have to pay for this? And he's like, no. 
I was just going to ask you, like, do they do medicine out there? Or is yeah, it all yeah, like just cough like medicine. rub a little vinagre on there? <laughs> yeah, like a cough medicine and kind of like, it looked like an all right label on it. <laughs> it's not like CVS, Walgreens label on it. It was just like printed. His name, his name was on the bottle. <laughs> but do you think it was really cough medicine or was it just like cachaça? <laughs> Could be. Maybe that was like their remedy for a lot of things. Oh, uh, my grandfather. I just remember growing up. What's what's Team Tuda? That's like the red iodine stuff, maybe? I think so. Yeah. My grandfather was forever doing Team Tuda. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. Yep. But I can't think of like, yeah. Oh, my God. That just like, that's like an unlocked memory to me right now. Holy crap. Do you know crap. what I'm talking about? It yes. was like bright red. Yep. I know. I don't think they make that anymore. It's some kind of heavy metal yeah. base. Yep. And that's why they were like, yeah, you can't be putting mercury on your skin or whatever the <laughs> whatever the heck it was. But so it's, I don't think it's a thing anymore. But growing up as a kid, like you go in his bathroom and he was just always with the Tintura <laughs> all over himself. Yes. I have to look it up now and see what it is. But so medical yeah. stuff out there. Amazing. When I got sick out there, I don't know what it was, not to be disgusting, but I was just throwing up everywhere. I it, I just, maybe I caught a bug. Maybe their natural, their like fresh food just wasn't sitting well with my McDonald's stomach. <laughs> was it like right when you got there or was it like it, the windy roads It, it was towards like I think related? the ends because, so on the way to the airport coming home, I threw up all over myself and my mom was like, that was your airport outfit. <laughs> like you just threw up all of yourself. You better get into that gift suitcase. <laughs> you better open up some of those gifts you were going to bring home. But like I remember like getting medicine and I still don't we were kind of talk about this last day. It was like I got a, this random pill in my butt <laughs> to like help me. Don't know what it was and didn't have to pay for it. Who administered the butt pill? My aunt did. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> but I did go to a doctor. My aunt did. I remember laying down and she... And it was supposed to help me, but clearly it did it because I threw up on the way back home. I'm going to use the phrase that is my favorite phrase. Nunca na mia vida. <laughs> Have I ever heard of somebody having upset stomach and needing to insert a pill in their butt? But maybe it was something else I had going on. I don't remember. I just remember throwing up a shit ton. Would you, were you having diarrhea as well? That I don't remember, honestly. Because that seems like a dicey situation. Like, if you're already... No, that I don't think I did. I'm telling you, maybe it was just eating fresh food. We're not used to that here. So my mom always <laughs> said, like, the steaks and stuff. She's Like, it's almost like it's, like, too fresh. Yeah. She couldn't... She said they taste different without, without all those hormone <laughs> getting injected into it right preservatives yeah because when i went out there when i went out there my aunt made me a hamburger and i thought it was the most disgusting thing ever fresh hamburger <laughs> it, like it was it was probably like hours old <laughs> that's probably why i got sick i think the milk situation was also weird like yeah. it was in a i remember it being bad either bagged milk and it wasn't in like the cold section no like it's just on the shelf in a bag. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's going on? 
I still remember having it was like in a bag on the table. And like you'd have to just maybe shape it by putting it in like a pitcher or something. Yeah. But they would keep it in the bag, I think, inside the pitcher. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it was in a box Mm -hmm. because I remember my cousin, her dad was trying to open the boxed milk and it had like a little flap that came up and you were supposed to kind of cut the tip off of this flap so that you could pour out of this like little pointy triangle thing. And for some reason, he thought he needed to cut a a reverse triangle into the triangle instead of just cutting straight across. And what he did was made this like split dragon head. (laughs) So so you had to fill two cups of milk at the same time. Because they were going to both come out. Because it was just like two streams and they were going in like complete opposite directions. So every time we had milk, we had to have two milks. It's not that hard though. All you have to do is just cut it in the middle. Like I think you just cut straight across. You cut the tip off, yeah. and then you just pour out this little spout. He cut like a triangle in the reverse direction, like into the tip. That's so freaking funny. And then now you have those two cups of milk, and you have to drink it. Right, and I feel like it might have been. Was it always cow's milk? Because I feel like there was like goat milk or something, or there was like goat milk might have got thrown into that mix. Yeah, I remember there being something weird about like the taste of the milk. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember the milk. I, I had mean, to put I had to put whatever cocoa powder they had out there in there to, to make, make it, it taste a little bit better. Acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it felt like you were like sucking on a nutter, like yeah. straight from the cow, like or straight from the animal. No pasteurization process. But the thing I don't is, know. it's it's fresh. It's fresh. That's the problem. It's better. Yeah, it's, it's better, better for us. And here we are. Just, Dumb American girls that are like, I want my freaking artificial hormones stuff. <laughs> I want my YooHoo, which is chocolate flavored water. We want the, we want the crap that's bad for us. This is why, like, pretty much most of Europe, like, they live longer than we do. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other topic. They're like, dude, so much better than we are. Yeah. Right. That that was like how our parents ate. It was basically farm to table. Now it's like that's a lot of money to eat farm to table Sa- out here. No. That's like a luxury. Yeah. It was no it's no farm to table here. <laughs> no. It's too expensive to do that. Over there, that's all they did. <laughs> that's all they did. <laughs> like and we're trying hard to try to like get back to that. Right. Because that's like ideal. But like growing up, you didn't realize it. Like in our childhood, growing up through the 90s and stuff, it was like the height of like processed foods. Yeah. But like I also don't feel like I had a lot of process. Like I didn't have a lot of that growing- when we were young. Like I didn't have a whole lot of McDonald's. No, I don't think I had a lot of McDonald's. But I'm just saying even like like snacks and food like at home, like cereals. Right. And yeah, your, mom, your parents would go grocery shopping and you yeah. know, the snacks you like was on sale. They grabbed it. Right, just like the gummy snacks and the Dunkaroos and like all that kind of crap. Dunkaroos, man, was so good. (laughs) They still have them, you know that, right? They still make them? Yeah, Market Basket. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. So like growing up as a kid, my grandmother would like preserve, she'd make these like ribs or something and then to put them back in the fridge to preserve them, like it would just be in lard. So -hmm. when I wanted to go heat up the ribs again, I had to dig them out of the lard 
bucket. Yeah. You know, like it was probably in like a country crock. Yeah. My <laughs> container mom, till this day still has like lard in a country crock. <laughs> I had to be really careful how I said that. <laughs> in one of the, I don't know why. It's like, and then when you just open, you think you're opening to get your butter. <laughs> and it's not. The first time my husband saw that, he was like, I'm sorry, so what is wrong with these ribs? What? What? What is this? Why? I'm like, oh, they're just preserved in lard. Like, you just dig them out and you just eat Why them up. Why am I scavenging? <laughs> Why am I have to scavenge through my, to get my meats? I was like an archaeologist, like digging for bones. Like, it was just. Digging for your ribs? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you know, it's it's just not worth it. <laughs> he didn't he didn't see the value in it. And now he's on this like health kick and Yeah, we were just talking about it this morning. He wants to go back to basics and he's like, Oh yeah, preserving in lard is a great idea. <laughs> but it wasn't a few years ago, right? <laughs> no. All right, if we're gonna start talking about food though, we're gonna need a whole separate episode for that. We'll have to kick that off on another one. At another time, we'll talk. We'll get more in detail about our foods and the foods that we consumed and didn't consume. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to finish that out next week. So it's about that time. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our podcast, please just give us a review on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. You can also visit our website. It's folkandfad.com. We have transcripts available there of every episode. And you can also send us an email, mail at folkandfad.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Same handle there, folkandfad. And for Instagram, you can follow us at underscore it's called culture.